You're listening to an Air Books podcast. Hey guys, it's Aiden of Aiden's Books, and I'm here with Mommy. Welcome to Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books. Our episodes are recorded first via video. For the full experience, check out the video interview on my Facebook page, Aiden's Books. Next, you'll hear Mommy doing the interview. Thanks for listening. Hello, hello, and welcome everybody to the Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books podcast, where we believe that books are magic and have the power to transform homes. On this podcast, we talk to the authors behind the magic to find out their true intentions behind the books. We are here tonight with Wendy Fadan. Hi, Wendy. Hi. Hi, Quinn. So glad to be here. So glad to have you. How are you today? Doing okay. Yeah, you're doing okay. <laughs> Your background is so colorful. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I love all the butterflies and I see old school typewriters. Am I seeing that right? That's right. Yes. Yes. That's okay. part of what I do. That's part of the work that I do on a, a main, uh, my, my main thing that I do is illustrate uh, things like that. Okay. Yeah. I want to, we didn't even get into it, but I want to ask know. you, is there, is yeah, there I know. can you tell us a story behind the typewriters? Is there a story there? Oh, well, it's basically just, uh, I'm just really, well, the typewriters normally, if I didn't have these headphones on, I would be wearing my typewriter earrings too. So like, that's kind of like, of course, since I'm an author, the typewriter is a symbol of just my passion for yeah. writing, of course. And and that's actually how I started writing was with my grandmother's um, old typewriter, not even electric. And I typed my first book when I was a young teenager on the kind of typewriter where, of course, it, you know, the keys, t- when you type the O's, I would type them so hard that they would type uh, holes in the paper. <laughs> <laughs> On just funny. the O, huh? Yeah, <laughs> just the O. There's oh, like wow and pow, like they they deserve some some aggressiveness. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> they do. So for those of you that are listening, because you know we uh, air these via video in our Facebook group and on YouTube and all those other places, some of you are catching us just audio on the podcast. And Wendy has these beautiful illustrations behind her of butterflies. I see trees. I see, of course, we just talked about the typewriters. So if you wanted to grab a look at that, I would encourage you just to click the link and come over and watch us on video. <laughs> but um, so, Wendy, can you tell us a bit more about yourself? Absolutely. Thanks. Yeah, my basically my full time gig is doing freelance illustration for a company that um, that creates, uh, shoppers, totes, uh, tea towels, which is what the butterflies are behind me. It's a tea towel, um, Mm -hmm. and scarves and pouches and things like that. And they're sold all over the country in the souvenir shops. Like when, if you go to a zoo gift shop or a national parks gift shop, something like that, you'll find some of my stuff there, which is really cool. So sometimes it's kind of fun when I travel, I, it, it becomes like a scavenger hunt. I went to Mackinac Island and I, uh, we did kind of like this tour a little bit through uh, Northern um, Michigan. 
And I went from gift shop to gift shop looking for my bags, which was really, really fun. I, I, I had to ask my client though, it's like, which gift shop should I look in? Because I didn't want to be on a wild goose chase, but <laughs> but this is yeah. kind of fun, like little, like a little, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a fun search to do. It's a little, uh, add something special to the trip for sure. And when I find yeah. one, I'm like, yay, look, I found my bag. <laughs> that is fun. So instead of chasing landmarks, you're chasing gift shops. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always wondered how museums curate like the different uh, like things in our gift shops and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to actually meet somebody whose work has been curated <laughs> for a gift shop for a museum or some other fun place <laughs> like that. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks. So I feel like you have so many, many things that you do just in this world of publishing. Can you tell us more about, about that? Yes, that's right. My, yeah, my full-time gig is illustration, Mm -hmm. but um, let's see, I, like how I got into publishing was, you know, I've, I've always been passionate about it. You know, when I was, like I said earlier, you know, when I was a teenager, I started typing out my books uh, to be all official, you know, (laughs) and, uh, and uh, I actually tried to get published when I was a teenager after I wrote my first novel on 104 pages of typed paper. (laughs) Wow! Uh, But of course, you know, I, of course that didn't work. I mean, I wasn't like a genius child or anything. I just loved to write. So, uh, so of course the publishers could tell this was, you know, not a professional author, I guess, submitting their work, although I did my very best, but it was really cool. Um, I did. So of course, when I got rejected, of course I got, you know, I got pretty sad about that and I ended up getting angry at myself for dreaming, you know, which was a bad way to think about it. Uh, But it is hard. You know, that's what authors go through. That's what, you know, we go through rejection and we go through these phases where it's just, it crushes, it it crushes us, you know, when we have to go through that. And um, so years and years go by, thank goodness I didn't destroy all of the book. <laughs> I did destroy yeah. some of it, which was not a good, nice thing. But uh, uh, the worst part of the parts of the book, I, I decided to just burn <laughs> just, just because I was so bad. But oh, uh, I know, and, and this was before computers, so it was gone, you know? This is um, how the O got wiped away. This is how the O got wiped away, exactly. <laughs> but thank goodness I saved uh, the best parts. And, and when I read through them years and years later, I realized, you know what, this isn't bad. This is actually, and I'm so glad that I saved all those things from uh, from the past because I remembered it was all fresh back then. And I was able to, when I rewrote, I was able to rewrite it, revisit it in my, um, I guess my twenties. Uh, I was, I went back to that original draft and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to revisit this and just rewrite the whole thing. And there was one chapter I barely touched at all because it was actually a really good chapter and I ended up turning that 104 page uh, book into a three-part series called Wearing My Weird (laughs) so it it's uh, kind of like a middle grade uh, type series for uh, for middle grade uh, age kids and I added some some fun little very loose illustrations in there just to have fun Mm -hmm. with it and uh, have that little touch of whimsy um, and since then, and the reason why I put them out was because 
I discovered the world of self-publishing and it's, it's not the way it used to be when my grandmother self-published and what she had mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. When, you know, with, when it was back then you had to buy all these books and sell them and it's not the way it is anymore. You can do the print on demand, which is absolutely a gift mm-hmm. to authors. Um, you don't have to spend a penny if you don't want to, to publish a book. Uh, so, um, I took advantage full force and put those books out and I've been learning ever since, uh, uh, how to, how to keep doing it, how to, you know, how to do it wisely. And, uh, I've been enjoying the journey ever since I think 2013 was when I put my first, that first set of books out. So, yeah. Awesome. I just want to say, just to go back to the beginning of your story, kudos to you for submitting your work, your 104 page um, kind of present to the world, right? Because not a lot of people, especially teenagers, yeah, would do that. Um, maybe more so now than before, you know, but that was really uh, cool of you to submit it. And um, I wonder, I mean, because today I know that we have like editors who actually work with you, like they'll read something and they'll feel the magic and they're like, well, it's not quite there. Maybe I can help. I know yeah. we had like an acquisitions editor one not too long ago, went on Bingham and she loves getting stuff that she can fix. (laughs) (laughs) Like she delights in getting stuff that she can like see the magic, but she's like, she's like, if you give me something and you think it's perfect, I don't want it. Like I want (laughs) to be able to help you, you know, guide you through. So I just, what would you say to Wendy Mm -hmm. at that age? after writing that 104 page piece of work and thinking about submitting, what would you say to Wendy? Well, I would definitely say, look, um, it's not trash (laughs) for, Mm -hmm. for, 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 firstly. Yeah. And just tell, I would say, you know, just don't lose hope. Don't lose, um, don't get, don't let that rejection get to you. Mm-hmm. Um, because there was one rejection letter that, that did come back that was actually a really nice rejection letter. It was actually very uh, encouraging and positive, which uh, I should have. I I don't know if I kept it or not. I I probably I probably let it you know fly away at some point. You know. Yeah. But um, it was. I would definitely just tell myself to keep keep going. Don't give up. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm I feel like I'm remembering this wrong, but I'm going to try to go into it. Chef Julia Child. I saw the movie that they did about the woman who was like following her uh following her recipes and she wrote a blog. Yeah. And the blog was all about like Julia's her recreating Julia Child's recipes. And it dug, did you, did you see the movie? I did not. I've been wanting to. Okay. And she kind of like, they went into Julia's life as well. And so we saw her like submitting, if I remember correctly, like over and over again, this book, this cookbook that she wholeheartedly believed in and they get rejected. And then her, uh, this editor, like, I'll take it. Like finally saying like, I and it like this, getting this cookbook out was like, the whole, like, it was this whole thing. So, (laughs) and now we all know Julia Child, you know, so it was just, um, 
that's what I was thinking of when you were talking to to young Wendy. Like, don't mm-hmm. give up. But you yeah. know, keep the faith, have hope, and you know, there's just so many of our kids, and it's the reason why we do this show. One of the main reasons is to keep encouraging our children. Mm-hmm. You know, the passions. Oh, this is perfect. The passions that you have now can drive you into what you do in the future. Mm-hmm. And just because you feel like you may be young or, you know, well, such and such became this person when they were 45 or 55 or 35, there was so much work that may have went into it before then. So don't lay down your passions, you know, now. You That's can right. be that uh, that writer, that zoologist, that scientist, that DJ, whatever you want to be, you know? Yeah. So, so thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I know when we first uh, connected, you told me about a book that you have, The Very, Very, Very Bad Good Day. Yes. (laughs) Okay. And I was delighted to see it because it was like, you read it one way, then you read it the other way. And then there's like a different story, like, you know, depending on, tell us about the book, Wendy. Yes, thank you. This was, I think, the first picture book actually that I put out uh, for myself, and I wanted to, uh, I wanted it to be uh, a non uh, non intimidating project for myself. So I, I decided to actually uh, produce it, it with black and white illustrations instead of color because I also wanted it. It was a very important book to me, and I really wanted it to be as affordable as possible. So I just did the black and white illustrations because color just costs so much mm-hmm. to produce and you have yeah. to charge so much more to for people to be able to afford it. But anyway, it's uh, basically, it's taking, it's a story. It, it's actually a flip book. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and because it's a flip book, for some reason, uh, uh, KDP or Kindle Direct Publishing, they wouldn't allow me, allow me to do it because of that flip book feature for some reason. I guess they just couldn't f- figure out how it would actually work, I guess, on their system. Okay. So anyway, I was like, okay, whatever. I want to produce it anyway. So I use lulu.com. So it's a flip book that shows uh, half of it shows the story of, of a boy going through his day and starting out in a bad mood. And it just gets from bad to worse. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, it, and then the other side, when you literally flip the book over, <laughs> it yeah. goes from a good day to a bad day. So the, the good day is the exact same day, the exact same things happen to him. He's in the exact same circumstances, but he starts the day with a good attitude instead. So what I really wanted to do with this book was show just literally illustrate and 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 show uh, kids and people, <laughs> kids and grownups, what your day is like when you like how your negative attitude affects what happens to you as well. Mm-hmm. It's not just an internal thing; it affects you, but it also affects the people around you and how they treat you. Um, you know, there's one p- part in the book where he's just sitting moping in the back of the bus and thinking, oh, nobody's talking to me. Everybody hates me. But when you look at the picture, no one's paying attention to him, really. They're just going along with their day. But it's his yeah. negative attitude and his his perception of what's going on, which is real in his mind. But it's it's obvious in the illustration. Nobody's 
no, everyone's just going on with their day and he's sitting in the back being all grumpy. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. You know why I love this book? Mm-hmm. Obviously. I, well, now that we're, the, I mean, we're learning the true intentions behind the book and I had no idea you did black and white so that you know, it could be more affordable for you and more affordable for everybody else. Yeah. Oh, before what's lulu.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Lulu.com is, uh, there are lots of different options for self-published uh, authors out there. Lots mm-hmm. of different ways to publish your your books, different platforms. K- K- Kindle Direct Publishing is only one of them. Yeah. And Lulu.com is another one. And um, you can, where you can do a print on demand situation where someone, all you have to do is upload the PDF file of your book and it's in there, it's in their system. And all someone has to do is click the buy button and it'll print a, you know, just it'll print a copy of your book and send it directly to that purchaser. Oh. Uh, yeah, which is nice. You've That's- also got the option to buy a bunch of books for yourself too, which I like to do so I can have them for festivals and stuff. And um, so I can mail them away to people or give them away, whatever. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you for telling us that. So I want to circle back because the reason why I love that book is because it's so relatable, obviously, to the lives of so many parents and our kids. I tell Aiden all the time, like when he, my son Aiden, he's eight, he gets into like a mood or something will happen and he'll, you know, just have this negative, uh, negative attitude and, you know, he'll take it out on me. I'm a single mom, um, me and him. Take it out on me. And I'll say something like, you know, you can sit on the couch or go to your room and have your negative attitude by yourself because I am not at fault here, but I'm feeling like you're taking that negative attitude out on me and it's not fair. Oh, yeah. Um. So that's one thing. And, and then I've... I love that it teaches our kids like accountability, like taking accountability for the way. I mean, we all know I'm a sociology major, so there are outside factors that affect that affect things. But we won't get into all that. But we're we're in charge of our day. That's right. We're in charge of our day. And we cannot we can we can't, you know, uh, the way other people treat us, we can't control. But we can control how we react. We can control the energy we put out into the world and then books like this that we can use as a tool to show our children in action. Like, look, like he thinks everybody's worried about what he's doing, but he's not like, look at the picture, you know, and then it starts that conversation, that that important dialogue that we have with our kids. And I even see it driving, asking, like when we ask the right questions around the book. Like, have you ever been in that situation? Has that ever happened to you? What would you have done? I don't want to talk too much. It's about you, but we have this engage method. We have this engage method that I I introduced maybe like a month ago. And it's like a simple approach to an enjoyable story time. And every letter of engage has like a tip for a way for you to engage with your child with the book. And the whole thing is about bringing your child into the book with you. And one of them, I won't go through all of them, but uh, one of them is notice something on the pages with them. And for notice, 
you know, pointing to parts of the book. Like, look at how his face is, like the attitude he has. And look at the people around him. Like, have you ever felt like like that? And then yeah. the, the G for gathering feedback by asking simple questions. I told parents, you don't have to ask like SAT questions or like mm-hmm. test their reading comprehension. But just simple questions like that. Has that ever happened to you? Um, have yeah. you ever, I keep saying the same questions over and over, but those are the ones that it just keeps speaking out to me as you talked about um, your book. That's so, so can, true. Yeah. Can you show us? Show us your book. I'll give you the screen. Oh, yes. So this is, oops, this is a flip book. So. <laughs> so yeah, this is the the bad day part. And then you flip it around and that's the good day part. <laughs> and basically you read through and you see all these uh Oops, all these images of, you know, what it's like with his good day. You know, this is an example of what happens. You know, he comes down the stairs. He comes down the stairs in a happy mood in this one. And he's saying all these positive things. And there's no dialogue with his mother, but you can see his mother down at the bottom making him eggs. And she's smiling. You can see she's smiling in the kitchen because she's, uh, her son's in a good mood this morning, you know, and then you flip it around with the bad day and the, the same situation, he's coming down the stairs, but he's all Mr. Grumpy pants and complaining, complaining, complaining. And his mom is down there in the kitchen. And, you know, that's another, that's an example of what you're talking about where you can say, you know, the mom's not saying there's no dialogue, you know, but you can see she's down here and she's like, Oh, not another one of these mornings. <laughs> so, of course, what happens with his eggs uh, when she's making his eggs this morning, they're not going to be very nice eggs. You know, they're all runny eggs. She's just looking forward to getting rid of them that morning. <laughs> so um, so that's that's an example of of a uh, little taste there of, of what happens in the book and what you're talking about when you're looking at the book with the child and saying, Hey, look at the mom down there. Does she look happy? <laughs> yeah. 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 I wonder how, what he's saying, how that's affecting his mom down there in the kitchen. And she has to listen to all his grumpiness, you know, how yeah. is that affecting her? And then on the next page, how does that affect him in return? You know, his bad attitude is affected how his mom makes his eggs. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's kind of like when you live with somebody or even like a, a college roommate or something, just anything. And, oh, yeah. you know, you you know what kind of attitude they have. So you try to like wake up first and like, you know, start your day. And you're like, oh, it's like you're walking on eggshells. You don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, speaking you, of eggs. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of eggs. You, yeah. you don't know, how, you know, what kind of attitude they're going to bring to the table that day. And it can yeah. feel just so give you so much anxiety or as an old boss of mine used to say give gives me agita every time <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> every good. time she walks in because I just you know you know they're gonna bring the heat like mm. <laughs> they're gonna bring it so um yeah thank you thank you so much for sharing and I know you said you had a middle grade series as well um yes. what other books do you mm-hmm. do you have for children? I have lots of picture books on my website, which I know you'll share the link later. And um, so I've, that's, you know, that's my passion is writing and illustrating books. And I've also got books on my website that were written by other people and I illustrated them and designed them 
and help those people put their books out. So that's why they're on my site as well. So I like to help promote them, uh, especially since I was involved in making them. But I also, yeah, with the middle grade books, um, I really have enjoyed, you know, I have that Wearing My Weird series that's based on the three book series that was uh, based on the uh, the story that I wrote when I was a teenager. And it's basically a memoir type series about my move from Canada to the United States, which is really awesome. Um, and anyway, then I've now I've got a new series that I'm developing called um, Somewhere in Between. Mm. And it's, it's more of a, uh, more of a, a lighthearted paranormal type series. Um, so it's, it's got a very stranger things vibe to it because there's a lot of humor in it. The, the characters are very lighthearted because they're all teen, they're all young teenagers. Um, and one of them is a ghost. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very fun. Very fun. Interesting. So if I ask you, what would you say is your mission as an author or illustrator? Or an oh, illustrator? boy. Yeah, well, my, <laughs> I know this sounds like a selfish mission, but right now my, my mission is to put as many as many books out as I want at this point, because mm-hmm. I'm just so like in that creation mode where I, I just... I have so many ideas and I just want to get them out. But as far as the mission for my books, all of my books, they're all, it's, it's, it's never about just the story for me, of course, you know, it's not, you know, uh, but I, I also want my books to be fun and enjoyable to read. Even if I have a deep message, I, I really want whoever is reading it to enjoy reading it. And not just, um, so I'm not one of those authors that's writes in a really deep, uh, profound way. I, I admire those, those writers, but that's not me. I like to really, um, make it a conversational tone when it comes to my novels so mm-hmm. that the, the reader just bang, bang, bang goes through those pages like nice and fast. And it's, it's a fun, easy read, even for kids that might not really enjoy reading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. That's that's my goal too, is to hopefully find those kids that might not enjoy reading so much and give them a book that they actually can enjoy turning the page. And and mm-hmm. that that good day, bad day book, I was so thrilled because my mom uh has that book, of course, at her house. And yeah. my my new little nephews, um, they actually enjoy it and they're not big readers, so uh, I was thrilled when she took me a picture of the two of them reading the book and they keep picking that book up and, and reading it, which totally thrills me yeah. to, to know that kids are enjoying the book. I really love that. That's awesome. And you need that picture, right? Cause sometimes our family will tell us, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course I have to share it on Facebook, you know, Oh, looky, looky. <laughs> Well, why not? That's the best thing. I know, yeah. you know, the hearts of authors is just seeing their books in, in the hands of more kids and more families. Yes. So I want to tell you guys, you can find Wendy on Facebook as well at Sedan. So yes. she told me before we came on how to pronounce her last name because I was going to say Faden. <laughs> Everyone does. Sedan, <laughs> like Sedan. And my mind is so crazy that I, I don't know why I started thinking of Dan from Roseanne. As soon as you. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. 
As soon as you said it. So anyway, you can you guys can find her at Wendy.sedan. I'm sorry for that noise. I thought I put on my do not disturb. Okay, oh. cut. <laughs> and then this is her website again, cawpublishing.com. Is there anything else that you want to share with families about your books? Uh, well, I I feel like we covered quite a lot, uh, mm-hmm. but I I yes, please do visit my website. I have a contact page there as well. So if you have uh, if you're an author too and you have questions about uh, about self publishing, I'm happy to answer those for you just for friendly advice. Um, because I love helping other authors through their journeys too, and encouraging them um, yeah. and just letting them know that traditional publishing isn't the only way to do it anymore. And self-publishing, you can do some pretty cool things with it. So, you yeah. can. I'm so thankful for authors like you and the authors I've met along my journey. Cause the, my background in books is all traditional. Most, mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up in the library and worked at Barnes and Noble and so, you know, at the, at the time, all that was put in front of you was traditional books and then trying yeah. to find actually on my search for more diverse books, mm-hmm. the self-publishing world had just a plethora of those books available. Um, so along this journey, I've come to discover uh, like so many different authors uh, like you. And so it's been amazing. Thanks. And you're so Thank right you. about self-publishing being yeah. so much more diverse mm-hmm. because uh that's absolutely true. And the reason for that in the self-publishing world, they don't have an editor telling them what to do. Yeah. You know, if someone has a vision, you can put it out and there's no one to tell you, you can't do it, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I love yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Awesome. <laughs> I often sing my words as well. I love yeah. <laughs> it. Thank you so much, Wendy, for being with us today. I really appreciate you. And Same. for all of thank you for all of you watching. Make sure you check out Wendy's website, cawpublishing.com. Again, for those listening on audio, cawpublishing.com. We were here with Wendy. I just like saying your last name, so I'm going to say it again. We were here with Wendy Sedan again today. (laughs) And um, thank you all for watching. Have a good night. Thank you. Good night.